0: Oh, cream, sh- oh, man. So okay. So we're live, by the way. Um, I,
1: <laughs> I, got,
0: I, I go. I'm going through the drive-through. Um, I'm on my way back here. Uh, I, I've gone, gone to my parents' uh, or my brother's house for a little family gathering, and um, on the way back, I'm like, I'm gonna need some coffee for tonight and tomorrow, so I stop at Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, and I'm explaining my order. In my order, for anyone who doesn't know, my order is like rocket fuel. It's it's a large uh, iced coffee, black with light ice they give like half the ice and a turbo shot, which is just an espresso shot thrown in there. And they make their coffee strong enough to begin with that. Like I I actually shudder (laughs) when I take the first sip. That's how, that's how strong it is. And I love coffee, man. I love black coffee. The poor lady, man, the poor lady in the intercom. She didn't, I don't think she spoke like any English. I don't know how she got the job. And it's like, I'm sitting there for like five minutes, just listening to her, have a conversation with somebody else. I'm like, I don't think I'm like, does she know that I'm here? And then, uh, and and then she goes, okay, hello. (laughs) The only one in the drive-thru for a solid five minutes. Um, and I, and I give her my order and I just didn't really say anything. And I was like, oh, okay, well, uh, so I just pulled up (laughs) and I had to give her my order again. And, uh, dude, I thought I was gonna have to get out and like, go inside the building and make it show her what I was asking for. I don't, I like, she seemed so nice and so friendly and so patient, but like the amount of English she spoke was almost nothing. So I wish her the best. And she made me a couple of killer coffees. That's all I got to say.
1: Yeah. Sounds like par for the course for the uh, common uh, drive-through experience. I mean, it's getting to the point now that, you know, good experiences through the drive-through are so few and far between that uh, I feel like, it makes my day whenever I have one. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. It's true. It's like I don't
0: think anybody wants to get out there and uh, and do this stuff anymore. Um, more power to them. Jamie out the two dollar yeah. tip says it's nighttime. Does this mean there's no rules? Is that what happens? The sun goes down and we just don't have to. We just don't have to uh, adhere to any rules. That's fine. Throw the rules it, out the window. It depends stays. on where you
1: live. Yeah.
0: Does he live in the state where they do the purge?
1: Uh, you mean uh, you know Washington I, State? I don't,
0: I don't know. <laughs> All right, let me. Uh, let's let's get the show started. I don't know let's what go. button it is. Let's see if I can get it right this time. Uh, this one. That's it. This is PSBR Gamescast live. Where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at six or eight PM Eastern for your oral pleasure. If you don't like watching it live, I don't. I don't. Can't imagine for the life of me why you wouldn't want to watch this live. Um, then you can always listen to it after the fact. Jamie Al gets this thing up on podcast services of your choice, not my choice or Wes's choice, but your choice. Your choice. Our choice down here.
1: Very i choose you
0: Choose pikachu <laughs> uh, You can also watch this whenever the hell you want because on uh that's how youtube works but whatever you know i don't really care my name is brian paul i on right here psvr without parole and this gentleman over here to my right it's Dillon from virtual strangers
1: what's up brian how you doing on this uh fine october evening dude it's october i'm so excited I'm excited too, man,
0: and I'm like really excited because, uh, because we decided to kick off the October month with a little bit of horror talk. We're gonna talk about some of our favorite movies and our favorite, uh, horror VR games and horror non-VR games, and I'm hoping you get some PC VR games that I've never heard of before, uh, or maybe some non-VR games that I've never heard of before. Or maybe even some good movie recommendations, cause let me tell you, Wes, it's tough out there. <laughs> It is. I've been going down the Netflix rabbit holes and uh or in the U I've got like all these different streaming services because like my what I used to what I used to do was like subscribe to Netflix for a couple months and then cancel it, subscribe to Hulu for a couple months and cancel it and just kind of like binge watch everything on every service. But now like my whole family is using all of my streaming services. And so since and that and now it's like, well, I can't really cancel any of them or they might go to watch Peacock (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and not be able to so uh so yeah so that I was, and dude it's still despite having like 10 different streaming services going at once it's like still nothing to watch it's it's impossible to find good horror movies a lot of them are just crap so i can't wait to hear uh some of your recommendations man
1: well i'm pretty sure you know I, i'm not one of these dudes that are in the super obscure b-movies or anything but uh hopefully we can come up with one or two that you haven't seen yet?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. I, I definitely, when you hear my list, it'll be very, uh, very expected, especially if you've been watching the channel for a while and you know uh, the kind of stuff that I like. I'm just going to kind of reiterate that. But it was really nice. We were talking on Discord a little bit about this stuff. And when I, was like, when I realized that I, all my recommendations were very expected, um, the response I got was like, oh, actually, no, thanks for that recommendation. Cause I haven't actually seen those movies. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, so just because they're expected in my head doesn't mean they're expected in everybody's head. <sighs> we get GC 13, the diet Pepsi cat and chat with a $20 tip it says West nest day plus horror month equals you guys are the, you guys are worth the wait, Brian. I guess those are celebrations, uh, maybe flowers or I don't know what they are. Thank you very much, Steph. We appreciate you.
1: It's a party copia. It is,
0: uh, dude. Before we get started, because I've got a couple things to do here, and while I pretend to pay attention to what you're saying, um, just to finish setting up,
1: uh, what's been happening over in the world of virtual strangers? Uh, not much, honestly. We we took last week off, like everyone else did, and uh, but besides that, I mean, uh, we had a pretty busy um, September in terms of releases, and all that's going to culminate tonight with a very heated discussion around what the games of the month are on each platform. Even PlayStation had five releases this month. And, uh, you know, as, as, as out of the ordinary as that was for, for the PSVR, uh, release schedule, uh, you could scale up the, the quest and, and PC schedules just as much. I mean, it was a very, very busy month with a lot of good stuff coming out.
0: Nice. Um, it was a pretty crazy month, even for PSVR. Um, sadly, sadly not. Not a great month, despite the fact that we actually, we actually had a few games come out. Uh, what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Hopefully there's still some stuff yeah. happening uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah,
1: There's stuff worth playing, and that's we haven't always been able to say that <laughs> at the end of each month. So uh, I'll take it as a W.
0: Can you imagine, man, in just like four-ish more months, four to five more months uh PSVR2 is going to be here and it's just going to be insanity like i mean just like forget about what happens after launch just covering the launch lineup with 20 plus games it's going to be it's going to be nutso and i'm excited to do it yeah, man I was, because i haven't been super excited about lineups for a while
1: yeah i was talking to wife about this earlier today how it's it's going to be uh it's going to be a culture shock for us for there for a little while it's like one of these deals where like if you're someone who who has an active lifestyle maybe you work out you walk you run and then you take six months off from exercising and then try to get back into the swing it yeah. that's what's going to be like for a little while because we're going to be hit with a tsunami of <laughs> new titles and it's going to be one of these situations where we're not going to want to like leave any of them out they're all going to be awesome or most of them anyway so yeah it's going to be crazy
0: well, what's one of those titles I was really hoping that we'd be talking about in just uh, another month or so, uh, or by the end of this month, I guess, was Do Not Open. Uh, we've been talking about Do Not Open for what seems like, I mean, I guess it's been almost two years now since it was first announced, uh, and uh, it's part of the PlayStation Talents Initiative. It was one of those things where we've gotten a mixed bag of PSVR games from the PlayStation Talents Initiative uh including like do not uh no, i'm sorry intruders hide and seek i think was probably one of the better ones uh which frequently goes on sale for like two bucks so pick that shit up if uh if you ever want to play something fun uh and then like things like neon hat which came out recently that was just clearly unfinished um so it's been definitely oh hi there hi can i help you okay always uh, always Right, she she ignores me the whole time i'm home and then it's gamescast time and she's like what is going on over here um so yeah so do not open uh we've been you know i would i would say with we've been definitely tempering our expectations with the knowledge that the playstation talents initiative stuff can be wishy-washy at best depending on the, the size of the team the talents of the team um but but also that um I think one of the things that has really intrigued me about this game is I mean not only the description of it where they're talking about procedural generation and like and how it's a timed escape room style game uh with something chasing you and I mean it just seemed like very 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 tense and I love that uh but also the fact that it was supposed to come out last October it was supposed to come out on Halloween last year and then it never did uh, and it got delayed into this year and then here we are we're coming up to October or, or we're in October we're coming up to Halloween Wes, am, am I crazy or 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 if you had an extra year of development time, would you try to capitalize on this on the spooky season? I mean it makes sense, right? We totally expected it to be out right around now. not crazy, right
1: no i I mean uh, it seems like uh, if they were close, that they would just push a little bit more right to get it out this month uh, but th- this one. I don't know. I, oddly, I'm not that worried about this one anymore. Like they, they Sure, they've delayed it a, a couple or maybe even a few times now. Um, but typically, as a rule of thumb, we always say we prefer to wait for a game than have to wait for a patch. And I feel like uh, this game is going to be ready when we get it. And the reason I feel that way is because people are playing this game at, at trade shows now. Eric played this game. He was fairly impressed with it. Nice. So, um, yeah. Yeah. You... So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm a, I'm a bit bummed that we're, we're not going to get a new uh, horror title, or at least this one this month. But uh, I am still looking forward to it. Did you get any insight from Eric? Um, like in terms of,
0: I'm assuming he played it with the VR headset on, right?
1: Yeah, 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 he did. Did, did he say anything I'd, about I, know the... I don't remember if he played it on a PlayStation headset. I'm um... not sure this is going to be an exclusive at launch. Um, it's been a while. I mean, th- this was at Gamescom. That he played it, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't remember exactly our conversation about it, but I do remember him saying that it was pretty good. Okay, well, that's good to hear.
0: Uh, so what uh, the reason we're bringing this up is because
1: uh, astute
0: game cat Hibsey found just recently a release date for this, uh, and 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 it gets and it really just adds to the confusion. Uh, let me let me explain what I mean by that by bringing up this article right here uh, from Meridian Games now. The publisher for this, oh, sorry, Wes, you are giant on the screen. Let me let me make you a little bit more normal size here. This is the one scene I didn't fix before starting the show. Shocker. There we go. You're more normal size now. Um, <laughs> uh, so the, the interesting thing about Meridian Games is that they, I think they, they must have like a publishing deal somewhere else uh, because Perp Games uh, has been known to be the publisher for this game for quite a while now. Uh, and so... Uh, it's and, and I've been talking to uh, Mickey over there, the CEO, uh, and, and he's been saying, "Oh, don't worry, I'll keep you up to date. I'll keep you up to date. I'll keep you up to date." When it comes to, especially when it comes to Do Not Open, but of course anything PSVR related, um, and soon we'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be having some uh, perp reveals about PSVR two games uh, right here on Without Parole. Uh, but in the meantime, it's like, oh well, when there's something to announce about Do Not Open, well Mickey will tell me, and then I'll tell you guys. And then this came, kind of popped up. So this Meridium Games must be a publisher somewhere else, like some different territory. This this uh, website here is obviously in Spanish. And if we scroll down to the bottom of it, let's see if I can figure out how to scroll down to the bottom of it. Because here we go. Do, 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 do. There it is. All right, we're gonna scroll all the way down to the bottom uh, because they do talk a lot about a lot of different things here about the game. Uh, nothing we didn't really know before, as to my knowledge. Uh, And what they say here, let me translate to English, it says, Do Not Open will arrive in physical format for PlayStation 5 on November 25th this year, and for PlayStation 4, which obviously is the VR version, in 2023. Reservations are already available in stores in our territory. So they so again, Meridian Games must just have the publishing rights in Spanish territories, and I think maybe like Purple take care of like the U.S. and in in some of Europe. Um, and so it gets really confusing because here we are, PlayStation Five version, Wes, November twenty fifth, and then PlayStation Four, the VR version, next year. Is it? I, I I don't I don't I feel like they're missing out on something big here, right? Are they? Do you think they're dropping the ball like by missing out on this Halloween
1: season? Yeah, you know when you you first mentioned this to me, um it it didn't occur to me that this game was going to have a flat version as well. I was thinking of it as a VR exclusive. So when I read that, to me it was just like, oh, this is a clear typo. Like right. so the the PS5 version will be out next year and the PS4 version comes out in November. Uh but yeah, if if, if that's true, yeah, I think maybe there is a little cause to be concerned here because i mean really it's going to be next year before the 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 vr version is available that 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 just doesn't sound right to me um okay to be quite honest you want you want to deepen the mystery (laughs) Sure.
0: (laughs) let's deepen the mystery so let's reread this it's saying uh do not open will arrive in physical format for playstation 5 Blah blah blah, in the PlayStation 4 next year. Physical format. Now we've known PERP to release, and Meridian Games, I'm assuming, is in whatever the same boat that PERP is, we've known PERP to release the physical version of games much later than their digital counterparts. Correct? That is true. So this team might only have the information about the physical game, so that might mean that it's actually actually coming out digitally as early as like this month. We have no idea, like this is just a mess. So of course I emailed Mickey and was like, dude, you gotta hook me up with some info. And he, he was like, he's like, right now I can't tell you anything, even, despite the fact that I showed him this website. Um, but we, we will know more soon, I can promise you that. And, uh, it, but in the meantime, I would say that I don't know how trustworthy this site is because they're specifically saying the physical version. And I, and I do think that the digital version will come out earlier so quite the little mystery we have on our hands wes
1: yeah it's interesting man with this game because like i remember when i first tried to start contacting the developer on this I, I heard one studio and then another and then over time it seems like they've made a publishing deal and then another one and then another one so i really don't know who even i'm supposed to talk to here <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah it is interesting there, it seems a bit more convoluted uh than normal uh with this game like uh i don't know man there's just so much conflicting information with it and nothing solid um yeah here's weird
0: i would love to i would love to see what this game was like a year ago like because they were saying halloween 2021 right up until halloween 2021 they were saying that for like a while and then, and then it, it must have gotten delayed, or they must have gotten permission at the absolute last minute to spend more time working on it. We know it. We know from that point on that they could, they basically got a whole new soundtrack to be done, and then they get to spend a lot of time polishing the game. Uh, I would love to see like some kind of video comparison between what we possibly could have gotten if they didn't get that extra time, and then of course what we finally get. Uh, I'm always curious to know like the different stages of development. Um, right. I don't know if you've seen
1: right. and what... So. And with these uh, new publishing deals that we were just talking about, each one of these means uh, new new quality standards and new budget. So, yeah, uh, I'd say that it's probably going to be significantly better than what we were originally planning on getting, which is good because the concept of this game is very ambitious. And to be quite honest, I was a bit skeptical about it at first. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully we're, we're going to get something close to what's advertised. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely a couple tips before we move on to our next story, first from Ben Schroeder with the five dollar tip says thanks for the California friendly GamesCast time. We were actually just talking about this before the show Ben uh, I was saying you know surprised that we had anybody really waiting because so many of our European cats uh you know it's obviously like past their bedtime man uh so hello to everybody watching this tomorrow <laughs> in the u k and Europe uh also a sleepy hello to anybody who stayed up to watch it um it's always nice yeah because it is nice to see different people in the chat uh but it's always sad that the people who tune in religiously aren't able to make it we also got professor lilith with the five dollar tip says do you want to fight with tanks eagles or your wits battle zone eagle flight or werewolves within vote on the sunday multiplayer in the discord Uh, i don't know if you guys know this if if you don't if you don't know this and you're about to find out um but professor lilith does this amazing thing every single week over on our discord. If you want to join our discord, click the link in the description below while you're at it. Subscribe to virtual strangers. The link is there too. Um, professor Willow sets up multiplayer meetups every single Sunday at 2 PM Eastern. Uh, there's all these games in your backlog. I guarantee you this, that there's games in your backlog that you've <laughs> never played, uh, for multiple reasons. And probably some of those reasons are because you just haven't had any friends to play with. You haven't tried the Eagle flight multiplayer. You haven't tried Battlezone multiplayer. Uh, this is your chance. Join the Discord and get in, uh, and uh, and talk to everybody in the multiplayer Sunday multiplayer meetup channel, uh, and uh, you'll get to finally play some of these games that might be sitting in your backlog. Um, what's your What's your vote on this? Battle Zone, Eagle Flight, or Werewolves Within, Wes?
1: Uh, you're You're about to lose your shit. Battle Zone, Eagle Flight, Werewolves Within. This is the list of games that I have never played. I've never played any of those games. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, go ahead. Kill me. Kill me now, everyone. I, I, especially with Battlezone, people always lose their shit when I say I've never played Battlezone. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Ba- I don't know. Battlezone. Is- I would I would I would say Battlezone looks the coolest to me. Uh Eagle Fly also, Werewolves within, I just never saw it with that game. They just don't look fun at all to me. <laughs> Well,
0: I will say werewolves within is the type of game that I would normally hate uh, because it's really all about talking. Right. But it's, it ends up being a whole lot of fun. Like when you have to lie to your friends, like when you have to be like, oh, I'm the werewolf, but I have to pretend like I'm just a citizen. And then somebody says, well, no, you can't be because I am. And then you have to be like, no way. That means you're the werewolf. And you just have to like call people out for lying when you know that you're the liar. Um, It's there, there's something very, very special about that. Um, but it does, it, it does require a good group of people. And that's why, that's why I don't go in and just do play with randoms. When you go in and play with cats, AKA the people on our discord, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. in um, Eagle Fights, Eagle Fights a good pick, but, uh, but I think that the single player is where that game, where it is with that game. So yeah, I think I have to go with Werewolves Within. It's always a good time. But, <laughs> and you should join them. On Sunday, Wes. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, Sunday, maybe. I think I might be going back to work on Sunday. But maybe, maybe. We'll see.
0: If you were around. Uh, Gatorade23 with the $10 tip says, I thought I'd never catch a live cast with my new schedule. What a treat. Or is it a trick?
1: (laughs) Right. Bye. (laughs)
0: All right, man. Enough of Do Not Open. Hopefully, that game comes out this month because I could really use a good new horror game. What is going on? What? What? What is it? Well,
1: uh, since, since we uh, started reading uh, uh, tips, uh, Eric has joined us in chat, and I did ask him uh, how he experienced Do Not Open, and he played it on a Rift S, oh, okay. but it was VR. Yeah. That's all we got from him. <laughs> That's all the dirt we well, got I mean- on Do
0: Not Open in the chat. Come on, Eric. I'm sure. We,
1: we, yeah, give us the the uh, the the uh, the dirt, man. What's up with it? Is it good? We know it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I want to say, uh, Paradise Decay checking out, uh, getting ready to go to bed. He had a Netflix uh, recommendation for you. If I can find it here, I lost it. Yeah,
0: trying to find stuff in the chat is always a nightmare. I wish there was a way to organize. It's not chat. math. He says watch Midnight Mass. I feel like that was on my watch list. Um, I gotta, Can you clean yourself somewhere else, please? Please? Okay, you can do it right there. I'm fine. Midnight Mass. I'm writing it down. I'm going to check it out. Thank you for the recommendation. All right, man. Let's get on to uh, the big story of the day, obviously, uh, which comes to us from the obviously very, very reputable site, thelink.co, because you go for i'm sorry theleak.co and 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 Wes, you'd go to uh you go to theleak.co right for all of your daily video game news obviously
1: yeah uh, it's actually my uh home screen when i open up my internet browser (laughs) that's exactly where it uh i start my day every day yeah
0: uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take this one with a, a bit of salt um the when it when it comes to you know let's 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 just dive right into it. I don't know why I need to preface everything. There's no reason to. Uh, I'm going to bring up the the leak dot co up here on the screen so you guys can join in on the fun. Let's see. I should have all this ready ahead of time, but you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's not it. Any second, we got Professor Lilith with the five dollar tip Says rumors that Battlezone doesn't work on PS5 are mistaken. The HUD between uh, fights is janky, but not game breaking. I've heard that as well, Professor Lilith. So yeah, if you do have it on PlayStation 5, doesn't seem like there's anything to worry about. I think we're going to be just fine if that's the game that ends up winning. Also, uh, guys, if you play battle, if you play battle zone, I, I keep thinking battle wake and then battle tanks. Uh, it's just, it's all these different. Yeah. Anyway, um, stay with your team. Like don't go rogue don't try to flank enemies just stay with your team because the first thing you need to upgrade when you play multiplayer is your healing capabilities right and so as long as everyone upgrades their healing abilities first and you stay together you'll constantly be healing each other which makes it easier to get through the game the second one person goes rogue it's all over man don't do that to your team otherwise you'll just be out there dead waiting to be don't do it don't do it you will lose the game for everybody (laughs) That's my recommendation with Battlezone. Stay close to your team at all times, and level up your your medic ability first. Done.
1: Sounds like uh, sounds like evasion. Yeah, same deal there, right?
0: Same deal there, but I think it was only two player on uh, on PSVR. Mm, so uh, right. so yeah, with this you get to four players, and it's like man, there's always one person just trying to like I'm
1: gonna go this way.
0: It's like no, come back, come back. Oh, we miss you already. Yeah. Uh, Mash Daddy, cool. Eric says, LOL, sorry, uh, in regards to, uh, do not open. He says, uh, it was creepy as fuck, but a little janky visuals were cool. All cutscenes were flat. It was Rift S with a PS4 controller. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's definitely, uh, there's going to be no motion control support for that. That's been, I think sort of obvious from all the trailers, but, uh, you know, Resident Evil seven did it. Okay. And I don't mind a little jank if it's probably like a $20 game or something. I'm sure it'll be fine. I want the physical for this i haven't collected physical uh, ps4 or ps5 games in a while but i definitely want the physical for this be one of the last physical psvr games i think to come out
1: yeah we paid an extra hundred dollars for that disk drive on our ps5 for a reason right we, we need to uh <laughs> right uh, stick with the uh physical tradition i <laughs> my internet went
0: out the other night and uh and i was like oh i'll just watch some netflix while i wait for the uh, which is like my brain is just broken when it comes to like what happens when the internet goes out, I don't know how to do things anymore, and so I had to like dig into an old box of like blu rays and dVDs to to be able to watch something um, so
1: by the way, uh you can queue things up on uh on Netflix you can download them so that when that happens, you actually have stuff to watch really even on the p s five I'm not sure on the, uh, it, on mobile you can on p c you can huh. I would imagine that's probably the case.
0: Yeah. I've never even tried that. I think I've heard about it and been like, why would I ever do that? I'm not flying anywhere. And then, uh, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Let's get over to TheLeak.co. There it is. <sighs> the title says Half-Life Alex is coming to PlayStation VR 2. Now, before you get super excited, why weren't you already excited about this? <laughs> we talked about this. Literally, I checked my breaking news report. It's from January of this year. Nine months ago, uh, I didn't I didn't break it. I didn't break the news story or anything. I just kind of like got together all the leaks and all the different sources. In uh, nine months ago, it seemed pretty legit. So the fact that here we are in October, getting closer to it, and somebody else is saying it, I'm like, okay, maybe didn't need to be said, but it is sort of reassuring. Right? Did I mean, we, we did and we that we did kind of just assume this was coming, right?
1: Yeah, everyone assumes that it's coming. And and to be quite honest, the the fact that we haven't heard anything yet, I was starting to maybe wonder about it a little bit. Uh, but now we we have uh, this obvious reputable source adding to the, uh, to the uh, stack on this one. So, uh, all's good again, apparently. You know, um, I wasn't so sure about this article that we're about to get into at first, but then going back and (laughs) yeah, well, of course, but uh, going back and. Uh, looking at some of the things that you cited in your video, mm-hmm. uh, it certainly lends credibility to this, right? Because, you know, especially the thing from Coomer, um, you know, he seemed to kind of be alluding to something that he couldn't really talk about. Uh, and from what we're hearing from this, it seems like maybe at the very least there were active negotiations going on at the time. So yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so let's see here. This is from Stefan
0: Almart uh, over it. Theleak.co. Our source is confirming the rumors. The PSVR2 due out early next year is due out early next year. While no price has been announced, both specs and previews have been released, and journalists who have tested the new VR set have been very positive. But what about the games? Horizon Call of the Mountain has been pushed hard in promotional materials, and it seems to be the PSVR2's biggest exclusive title. And third-party companies have jumped in on Sony's second machine, VR machine, with titles such as Resident Evil 8 and No Man's Sky but while no leaks have suggested it yet there have been speculations about Valve's impressive half-life gaming making it to the console there have been there are a few grammatical errors in this so i don't know if this is a translation thing or what's going on um the the big the big <laughs> the big quote they put in bold is sony has bought the rights to have it published in 2023. I don't know if buying the rights is how things go, but I'm sure that's a way to say it. Um, Our sources have told us that Sony were in negotiations with Valve about Half-Life Alyx for a long time before reaching a settlement. uh, Before reaching a settlement. I'll stop making fun of the grammar. The game has been exclusive for most PC-capable VR headsets, but Sony has bought the rights to have it published in 2023. According to our source, it will not be released alongside the VR the PSVR 2 launch, and it's unknown whether it's going to be a remaster or an upgraded deluxe version of Half-Life Alyx. Our sources have been provided with genuine, real, leaked information before. Uh, However, as date changes and cancellations are common in the gaming world, nothing is set in stone, and that is the end of the article. Uh, I think bigger than the fact that the game being yet again rumored to come out for PSVR 2 West is that uh, it's not going to be a launch title,
1: Right. Well, I mean, if this if this source, the source is uh, to be believed, um, they apparently just came to a deal recently. You know, they've been negotiating for a while and they finally came to a deal. But what that means is, I mean, if they didn't have a deal in place, they haven't they haven't been working on it. So uh, or at least we we should assume that they haven't been working on it. Maybe they have. Maybe Valve knew all along that they would strike a deal and wanted to go ahead and do some kind of baseline stuff. But well, what that means is, you know, it's not going to be out in four or five months. So that doesn't come as a big shock. Uh, and I think if it comes out anytime next year, I would call that a big W for sure.
0: Oh, I totally think so, too. Um, actually, I think there's just no reason for it to be there at launch. I think one of the great things that sells consoles and sells peripherals like this is when you're able to uh, show people what's coming, right? Yes, here you go. You've got two massive titles at launch and, and maybe they've got more massive titles Plan for launch, but honestly, I feel like every successful console really just needs that one system seller on day one, right? And I think we have two minimum. I think with Call of the Mountain and Resident Evil Village, both likely being launch titles. Uh, I think that's enough to sell most people. And then if you then if you you know put that sizzle reel out there and you say and, and coming up you know uh, holiday twenty twenty three is Half Life Alex and this game and oh Resident Evil two remake is going to be first person VR and whatever and you just kind of like show people what's coming. That's enough to sell headsets, even if the game's not out. And you also don't want to cannibalize sales on launch day of of all your all these big successful AAA titles, uh, things that are going to sell. Uh, You know, like especially when you have like dry periods, uh, where we had a ton of dry periods in PSVR, where I think a lot of people bought certain games just because there was nothing else to play. Uh, And so I think these AAA titles are going to not only make it feel less like that's a thing, but also give us more to play when maybe there's droughts happening. If that makes any sense.
1: It does, and you know they've relied heavily on third-party titles to kind of carry PS5. You know. They've kind of scaled back what they're doing uh, from a first party perspective. They've typically had, uh, they've kept two titles in the queue that, that are coming, two big first party titles that everyone's excited about. And, uh, when one comes out, they'll announce another one, but most of the, you know, the big future hype and, and promotion that they've put out there have been, have, has largely revolved around third party titles. So hopefully this is true and hopefully they'll start to leverage. The power of a, a title in a franchise like this soon, because I mean, even if they say it's coming a year from now, people are still going to get hot. People are still going to buy the system just for that. Um, I mean, people will pre order if it's like PC players who already have the game. If they announce that there's a remaster coming or like a special edition, um, PC players will buy in. This is like a one of those franchises that has a a massive following and a very loyal following so it's a big deal
0: what do you think uh i mean because the game wasn't i gotta i it's it's been a little bit here was was half-life alex like a 2019 game for pc
1: uh yeah that seems that sounds right it's been out uh yeah about three years that's correct
0: does do you think that it needs any kind of remaster, or do you think bringing it just directly from Steam and, and having it be literally the exact same game running at the highest PC specs is, uh, is going to be enough for people? Oh, it says March 23rd, 2020, so I was off by a year, so two years old. Yeah. Okay. Um, It'll be three by the time it comes out, I guess, by the time uh, PSVR right. 2 comes out.
1: Right. Um, it doesn't need a, a graphical upgrade at all. It's still probably the best or one of the best-looking games graphically in all of VR, uh what I look forward to if this game does come to uh PlayStation five is a version of the game that makes specific use of PS five's or PSVR two's unique feature set, right? With with the haptics, with the uh with the adaptive triggers, the the, the headset haptics, all all of it. Um I think a, a team like Valve uh who typically um they only put games out when when they have new features and, and things to uh, to make use of. I I think a team like that with that kind of a toolbox could really do something special. And uh, when I talk about a remaster, that's really more what I'm talking about. Graphically, it's still beautiful. I mean, you can see it. Like this is this is the game here. I just switched over to Big U, <laughs> <laughs> Big Me. That
0: way we can see you.
1: Welcome back, Big Me. Yeah. Is that a Foo Fighters song? Actually, uh, hold on just a second here. Let me allow me to help you out. Okay. Boom. There we go. Half-Life, Alex, in real time. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not
0: bad. Not bad at all. You're adding some special effects to Cast that I never thought possible. Excellent. Yeah, man, it does look beautiful. Uh, this is one of those games that I obviously could play on my PC with my Quest headset. Uh, just link it up, and I, I just, dude, I've got so many games now that I've said I'm just going to wait for it because I, I feel confident it's coming to PSVR, too. I've even done this with Bioshock. Every time I consider, like, hey, I'd love to play through Bioshock again. Like, I've got it on my Switch. I can get it on my Steam Deck. I can. There's a ton of ways I can play in bed late at night with the lights off, you know, and just, like, really kind of soak in the atmosphere, headphones on. But then I'm like, well, I've sort of forgotten more about Bioshock than I remember, <laughs> uh, especially since I played it back in my drinking days. And uh, and, and I feel like if, if it came to VR, that it would be almost a new experience. Everything past the first hour would feel brand new to me. And, uh, and it, I think it's worth holding off to try to experience these things in VR. There's so many people out there who, who played Village, flat screen, and I'm just like, what are you doing, man? Don't you know it's got to be coming to PSVR too? And I'm so glad that I held off. However, that means there's a lot of games I haven't played that I
1: really wish I wish I had. I guess. Yeah, and I, I feel you with Bioshock, man. That that game is so good, and it it seems like a game that was made for VR. You know, even when it came out all those many years ago. Um, yeah, I, I, hopefully. Hopefully, all this waiting isn't in vain. Hopefully, the, they're able to read the room a little bit here and give us this very obvious uh, fan favorite.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's like I, I just saw uh, Technological glitches. Uh, comment in the chat. It says, sorry, not sold on PSVR 2 over Half-Life. Give me something new, please. Dude, that's, that's the point here, right, is that for so many people... Half Life Alex Alex is new to so many people. So many like the PC VR market so small, right? And the number of people who actually hook their Quest up to a PC so small, right? This is this is a way to finally give this amazing game to like the masses to 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 what could potentially be the best-selling VR headset yet. Uh, And that's that's the cool thing about this is that for so many people this is a new game. This will be a brand new experience, and that's why like you know I'm not too bummed out about. Um, you know remasters coming from PSVR one and things like that because it's like so many people didn't even play PSVR one, right? And we are going to get new things. That's the other important thing to remember is that this is just going to supplement, and this is just going to you know fill in the gaps uh, as we move forward and make sure that all the best all the best VR games, hopefully all the best VR games ever made, will find find their way over to PSVR two. That's my hope.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's. uh... I mean, I think that it's likely to be honest that we, that over time, obviously it's not all going to come in the first year, but over time, uh, people are going to see, uh, studios are going to see profit potential here and, uh, and put in the work to port their games. Right. Yeah. Hey man.
0: Hey. Did you know it's October? <laughs>
1: Dude, I am very aware. I've already got decorations up, which I I think you still have your decorations up from last year, right?
0: That was a random tweet. Somebody was, like, getting mad that people put up their Halloween decorations early. And I was like, I haven't taken mine down from last year. But if you look around, there's no no decorations. Everything's just creepy in my apartment all the time. That's just the decor.
1: (laughs) Well, my my wife is really good about uh, about, uh, Halloween decorations and Christmas decorations, for what it's worth. And, uh, yeah, she, she got started on it last week, man. And then uh, it's still coming. Nice. <laughs> shout out wife.
0: Have you, yeah. Shout out to your wife for sure. Um, have you, have you started celebrating spooky month? Uh, like, have you, have you gotten into any movies or scary games or anything to kind of kick the month off?
1: Not really, not specifically for that reason. Um, I'm still kind of trying to put business to bed and get caught up on a few things, uh, you know, from the last couple of weeks. Tonight, tonight's episode, after we get this one out of the way, then I'm going to be completely caught up and clear to kind of do a little bit more what I want to do. Uh, So, no, not really. Not yet. But uh, we're almost there. Excellent.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've been having a little bit of a a little bit of a problem kind of getting started uh, when it comes to horror stuff. Uh, I I feel like I spend more time looking for something good on Netflix to watch than actually watching. Um, I did finally just settle on something recently uh it was um it was delirium uh with topher grace uh he's he's like he obviously this isn't a spoiler because it's right at the beginning of the movie he's got like some kind of mental problems uh suffers from some sort of uh delusions it's also called delirium so like i guess that's implied uh and then he and, and then he has to go spend like 30 days uh in his dad's old house uh and so you never know what's real and what's not real and honestly i finished the movie and said Still having issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just couldn't. I couldn't really get into it. I was like the whole time. I was just like, "Well, there's only 30 minutes left. I guess I'll just push forward." But not terribly. Not what I'd call scary, and not even terribly interesting. So, we're kicking off this talk uh, basically by saying there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there, but not a lot of stuff is good. And that's and that's hopefully what we can help you with a little bit today. Um, w- Wes, what are some of your favorite horror movies of all time? Like what, what do you, what do you watch to kind of put yourself in the mood for the season?
1: Well, I mean, if we're going best of all time, um, you know, again, the classics, uh, no surprises that the exorcist, uh, is, is amazing. Uh, you know, supernatural stuff always gets to me because there's always that it could be real factor going on with it. So you're talking about movies like The Exorcist one and even three. I like The Exorcist three a lot more than a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people do. I think it, it's highly underrated. It's a, and it's a really good movie. And three is Legion.
0: Um, so that's the, if you play the Exorcist VR game, that's the one it's based on.
1: Yeah, exactly. It takes place in that in that universe. George C. Scott starring as the detective. Um, you know, it's just a really good movie, and I highly recommend it. Um, of course, you know, you have your your classics. You know, your your Friday the Thirteenth and your your Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, wait, uh, let's wait, to...
0: Let's yeah, let's hold up right there, right? As far as those go, as far as like the the ones from our childhood, you know, I mean, I think I think the three big slasher favorites, right? It has to be Halloween, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you have a favorite
1: of those three? Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, hands down. Uh, I'm not. I'm actually not a big fan of of Halloween. Uh, to tell you the truth, I never really got into that one. Um, probably just because it was one of the ones that I didn't watch when I was too young to be watching this stuff, um, but I did watch uh, the other two of those franchises, and I would say probably Friday the Thirteenth is uh, is my favorite.
0: Let me tell you a story about Halloween. When I was a kid, and some some of you out there can identify with this, and some of you are going to go, "How old are you?" But when I was a kid, I had the tiniest little TV in my bedroom, right? It was like, it, it, when I was a kid, it was a big deal to have a TV in your bedroom. Uh, and then one year for Christmas, I asked for a VCR, right? Now I'm like, you know, 12, 13, something like that. And uh, and and of course, I, had, I was just getting into horror movies and, and just figuring out, you know, what I liked, whatever. And my parents got me a VCR for Christmas, and they gave me... Uh, and and it came and they they gave me a, a VHS tape to go along with it and it was Halloween like the very first one and I had never heard of it because you know there was no such thing as the internet yet <laughs> Brian how old are you and <laughs> and so I was like and so in my head in my little twelve year old head I was like this is this is probably like some bargain bin. Like it's called Halloween. How generic of a name can you possibly get? Some bargain bin thing. And so I set up my VCR, or whatever you know. And so we all we came back from Christmas, uh, you know, festivities that day, that night, and I and I and I set having everything set up. And I'm like, I guess I'll just watch this to go to bed with. And I was fucking riveted, right. And it helped that I was so young, but also like it felt realistic. Whereas things like Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth were always going for this like. Like sort of, there's just no way this could happen. Like, there's there's something supernatural going on with the with the slasher dude. Uh, Halloween was just, for the most part, the most realistic one of of that group. Uh, Michael Myers obviously has like some superhuman powers, but that's you know beside the point. Um, And I was hooked, and so it it was amazing to me because Halloween had been a dormant franchise for quite a while at that point. So when I turned eighteen and I had obsessed over Halloween movies for so long. H2O Halloween 20 years later came out in the movie theater and I fucking lost it dude. I lost it I was so excited that I got to go see a Halloween movie a new one in the theater with my friends It was like the coolest thing ever at that point point. And so I there's I definitely have a special spot in my heart for Halloween uh, That said I'm still going Nightmare on Elm Street. I love that series so much
1: I love the concept of that series. If there ever was a, a movie that needed to be made into a VR game, it's that one, man, because, uh, just the concept of, uh, you know, taking on the, this monster in this like nightmare scape where anything could change on the dime. Uh, that that's what I ask for when I, when I talk about the perfect VR horror game, this is what I'm pretty much <laughs> describing a nightmare on Elm street. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Which one do you, do you prefer out of those?
0: Um, I, I I still despise two. I think two is such a joke, um, and one is good. But I think they got so much better after one. I think three and four. I think that's the uh, the Dream Master and the Dream Warriors. I think yeah. so. I think three and four are my favorite ones um, because it it starts getting campy there, and, and and they give start giving Freddy Krueger a lot of like silly lines, but it's still a dark, serious like horror movie as far as I was concerned. And, uh, and, and then the last couple and that, like after that, get like kind of over the top campy. Um, and then new nightmare was just an amazing kind of, kind of new take on the whole thing. I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I would say, I would say three and four, are probably my favorites. I could go back to those and watch those every day.
1: Yeah, I, I would concur. Uh, the, the the reason why I went with Friday the 13th over nightmare is, is because of how silly it got later on. Like it was, it became just as much comedy to me as it was horror but but jason um, takes manhattan no comedy oh, there <laughs> whoa oh oh but so, i don't defend jason late, x uh, yeah all that <laughs> stuff not not good at all uh i, I pretty much quit watching uh, around that time when when it went to space all right i'm done i'm done bro <laughs>
0: Yeah, I saw. I actually saw Freddy versus Jason, or Jason versus Freddy, whatever the fuck it was, in the in the theater, and I was really high. Like, I mean, like really high. I remember being getting so high with my friends in our in the car in the parking lot that when we walked in, the dude like took our tickets and said, "Theater six to the left," and we walked in and went right and went. Where the fuck is theater? What number did he say? I mean, we like we we had a hard time getting to the proper theater like we were already in the building that's how high we were and so like that movie was just like what's going on right now i mean we were that high um so that's gonna st- <laughs> i ended up watching it later and going oh this is all right
1: <laughs> it's nothing great but it's all right yeah I, I watched it uh actually not that long ago i didn't think it was bad it was all right
0: yeah for what it was, I always hate watching the interviews with the directors from all these because they were all like, I had never directed a movie before. And I was like, well, they just took you in from off the street. And other people were like, oh, I'd never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street movie before. I never, you know, directed a horror movie or I didn't even wasn't familiar with these characters. I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's like, you got to wonder, like, these studios that just don't care nearly as much about the movies that they're making as the fans care about the movies that they're making. It's just, it's just so ridiculous. And I would love to say things have changed in the last 20, 30 years, but they've... Star Wars, that's all I'll say. It's like, obviously, no one cares about what's happening in these movies. Uh,
1: Everything's a cat crab now.
0: I, I want to talk about Chucky in just a second, because Delirium uh, brought that up in the chat. Uh, but real quick, Dead Ringer, the Game Cap, the $2 tip says, Happy West Day. Glad I got to enjoy this live today. Thank you, Dead Ringer. Meow. GC13, the Diet Pepsi Cap. <clears throat> with the $2 tip says, starting the tip train in honor of Dave. Thank you so much, GC. Appreciate that. Uh, SB with the five quid says, choo-choo. Continuing the tip train. Marchio, the Zenith addicted game cat. Meow, the Canadian five says, tip, tip train. I get to watch this live too. You guys made a bunch of cats happy. Dude, this is happy accident. I love when this shit happens. Uh, serial killer, the plain old game cat. Meow, the $2 tip says, chugga 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 chug. And then we got, Excuse me. Third eye with the Australian five saying toot, toot, chugga, chugga. I want to make that sound cartoony, but I didn't do a very good job of it. Thank you so much for the tip train. You guys, that was, uh, that was awesome. All right. Do you have thoughts on child's play?
1: Uh, I loved it. Uh, at first again, kind of like the same thing I just said about not nightmare on Elm street, kind of to the nth degree with child's play child's play one and two were awesome. Uh, but they got a little bit weird. I heard that one of the more recent ones was actually fairly decent, but I haven't seen it. So I don't know. Yeah.
0: The, uh, I think one, two and three were all decent. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they got too campy. Um, and then, yeah. And then they, they uh, once they started, I got to, yeah, I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but like once they introduced like the bride of Chucky and then Chucky yeah. started smoking weed, I was like, man, you guys are just, uh, it's, it's so it, for me, it's like pandering, right? It's like, like Charles Lee Ray when, when stuck inside the doll of Chucky, I mean, dude, he's trying to get out of the doll of Chucky. He's got a limited amount of time to do the fucking seance thing or whatever the hell it is. Right. Uh, in order to steal someone's uh, soul,
1: Ade dimbe la. Give me the power. I beg of you.
0: Nice. I didn't know the first part, but I knew the second half. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I love when people know shit like that. Um, He's not hanging out, getting laid, and smoking weed, man. Like, I'm sorry. He's not. Like, and I know I'm like trying to bring too much realism into a horror movie about a dude stuck in a doll's body that's trying to kill people. But come on, man. It's just, it just gets, it's so campy. Um, There were a couple more like realistic, more recent ones uh, that were okay. Uh, And then I got to say that I've only seen a couple episodes of the TV show, Chucky. Uh, which on, I think is on the Sci-Fi channel, really fucking good. Really good.
1: Really? Yeah. but wow.
0: But that's only the first couple episodes. I hear they bring in, like, the Bride of Chucky and do start doing stupid shit pretty soon. So I, I, I can't thoroughly recommend that without having seen the rest of uh, season one. Yeah.
1: Wow, well, that's interesting to hear you say that. That makes me want to go watch it now.
0: <laughs> well, at least the first couple episodes. All um, right. So despite the fact that we just talked about a lot of older horror movies, Wes, um, I got to say that I, I just I love modern horror movies more than anything else. I feel like the uh, I feel like the special effects and, and, and things have gotten darker over the years. I feel like uh, directors and, and screenwriters have, have like, learned how to make horror movies scarier uh, and a little bit more realistic uh, over time. And so I actually do prefer some of the more recent ones uh, and the ones that come to mind immediately are Everything in the Conjuring Universe. Uh, I know that there's a lot of kind of crap that goes along with that stuff. I, I think the nun isn't terribly good. Yeah,
1: uh, your audio dropped for just a second oh. there. I didn't hear which which series you're talking about. Oh, the Conjuring series. Uh, that that was at the top of my list as well. Yeah, Conjuring's great.
0: Nice. Well, you're you're a supernatural kind of power uh, paranormal guy, right? And so I, I think we have a lot of similar tastes. Uh, so unfortunately, though, like for for me, I I thought that it was going to be this series that that couldn't be uh, that couldn't be dethroned. Right. That there was nothing wrong with every movie in the series. But then like the nun came along and that was sort of, you know, just sort of thrown out there. And there was um, the third Conjuring movie, The Devil Made Me Do It or whatever the hell that was called. And that wasn't terribly good. Uh, But let's talk about the good ones, man. What what uh, what in the Conjuring universe really works for you?
1: It's been a while since I watched them, but but I think, I mean, I haven't seen a, a lot that I didn't like. The, obviously, the first one I think is probably the best, and the second one is probably the second best. Um, I even like the, the the one with the old uh, hag in it. I mean, I thought I thought that one was okay as well. Uh, it's just typically my type of thing. Uh, now, obviously, uh, as time goes on with these sequels, as is the case with most of them, it, you know, it goes downhill a little bit. But, you know, this, this is my jam. This is my sort of thing. Great actors in that movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It's just good all around. I like all of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go to bat for the first two Annabelle movies, uh, which obviously go hand in hand with all the uh, uh, Warren paranormal right. investigation stuff. Um, but, yeah, but but The Conjuring 1 and 2, I think I'm with you, are, are the two best ones. And, and And I think the reason I love them so much is because they don't, they don't fuck around too much. I've seen so many haunted house movies where they just they just fuck around too much. It's like this. It and and I, let, let me try to like figure out what I'm saying here because I, I've gone on record uh, saying this before that I don't like when horror movies uh when every, when the shit hits the fan like 20 minutes in or 30 minutes in or even 40 minutes in like the whole movie should be build up like the whole movie should be like you're witnessing like these tiny little. Things that are gradually making the, the families or, or whoever's living there more and more and more scared, right? Like if you, if you get in there and then 20 minutes in, shit hits the fan, it's flashing lights and lamps are flying across. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. The buildup is over. It's like what I said about Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's like when everything's scary from the get-go, then nothing is scary. And so that this is why I like, you know, when you, the, the movie starts, the family's real happy, everything's bright and cheery, and then like these little things start happening, and then you start getting further and further and further to the edge of your seat where you're just like, you can't even fucking take it anymore. And then like shit hits the fan, and then 20 minutes later, the movie's over. Like don't <laughs> don't let shit hit the fan. Until we're almost to the end because there's nowhere to go from that point on. And that's generally, that's kind of like when I lose interest. And I think Insidious, Insidious, uh, Annabelle and The Conjuring movies all do this perfectly where there's so much buildup and the buildup is just really fucking well done. Poltergeist. Poltergeist is a great example of what you're talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> An hour and 20 minutes in, the house fucking disappears, and then it, the credits roll. That's it. That's the end. The house is gone. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right, man. In Poltergeist 1, 2, and 3, oh, man, talk about classics that are just that actually stand the test of time. Really good shit. Yeah.
1: I even like the, the remake, I think, is it it's decent. Obviously, doesn't hold up to the uh, the originals, but... You know, I think what I honestly, what I really like the most about it is that you can watch it in 3D and, uh, you know, I'm partial to things you can watch in 3D.
0: Nice. I didn't watch it in 3D. I don't, I don't actually know if I finished the remake or not. I was like, eh, it's okay. Uh, real quick here. Cerebral Frost, the Poop Cat with the $5 tip. Says, I heard something about a tip train. You might have. Daniel Brown with the 5 dollar Tip. This is going to be good for you, Wes. Uh, I'm just joining, so I'm sorry if someone asked this already or said it in an episode before, but have you guys heard of Phasmophobia? Yeah, we have. Wes, have you played... I've never played. I've just watched people play, because I'm hoping it comes to PSVR, too. Um,
1: Uh, I played it one time. Uh, I played it with Tiffany, actually. And at that time, it was very, very early in its early access phase, and it was very very janky and i didn't think it was all that scary to be quite honest uh but with that said it's just had its 7.0 update and it is a very different game from what i played back then and uh we actually just talked about this on sunday i think we're going to go in pretty soon and uh, give that one another go nice
0: nice that's cool man that's cool um steam vr only though right like it's not on quest proper
1: uh, yeah, it's, it's PC only, uh, flat player. You can play it flat. You don't have to play it in VR, oh, right. but, uh, um, but yeah, PC only. Right
0: now. <clears throat> yeah. And for anyone who doesn't, uh, isn't familiar with the game, what is it, a team of four people go in as paranormal investigators? You've got all these different ghost detection techniques. Uh, and, and, and what do you have to do? Like what's the, what's the goal? All
1: right. So basically, um, you're trying to identify, uh, what kind of spirit or, or being is haunting these different locations and before it kills you. <laughs> before it kills you. <laughs> so basically you have a you have a guide, like a book that describes all this it's like an encyclopedia. Tobin spirit guide paranormal yeah. Okay. And um and you've got a a, a vast array of tools that you can choose from but you can't take really everything with you you kind of have to pick and choose strategically what each player takes and then you kind of use your tools to uh basically try to uh try to diagnose for lack of a better term which spirit this is and you know one clue leads to the next which leads to the next and after you start to get a you know, a, a few baseline readings down, it allows you to kind of eliminate certain ones. Then you can go back and, and, and really, uh, pick a, a better tool set to further refine, uh, your clues. And you, you basically, uh, you have to guess correctly, um, before you're all dead. So.
0: Yeah. It's one of those that I, uh, looks look to me. looks terrifying. Uh, but, uh, normally multiplayer stuff isn't terribly scary uh, to me, but still, every time I've watched somebody play this, there's always a lot of screaming and a lot of people running around. And uh, Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious about this one, about playing it for myself. I feel like I know quite a bit about the game just from having seen people play it for so long. Uh, Really, really hoping that despite the fact that they're not saying anything about a PSVR 2 release, in fact, saying that there is no plans uh, for a console port yet, I'm hoping that they're just being coy and being quiet. Uh, Because if I was Sony, I'd be courting these guys big time.
1: For sure.
0: I'd actually be courting them for an exclusive console release, because never mind the VR version, just uh, bringing it to PlayStation 5 over uh, Xbox would be, I don't know, be a win for horror fans, I think. Well, I guess not a win for Xbox horror fans. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and if you've got a a flat version that you can sell to players, I mean, where better to take your game than than Sony's ecosystem with hundred million plus players, you
0: know. Yeah, and you know, especially with the hybrid model, so so many, uh, so many games will be playable in VR and out of VR, and now games that you can play co-op in VR and out of VR. sounds sounds pretty good. Matthew Longo says Sony only cares about PC now. Let's fucking hope so, man. Then they can sell a ton of those PSVR2 headsets. Let's hope they care about PC. They're also making a goddamn fortune selling games, five year old games. <laughs> <laughs> on pc as new games uh we'll say been, i love it man. Yeah, me too me too i've never cared about pc in terms of like exclusivity bring all your games to pc man make make that pc money i'm playing days gone right now on my steam deck uh it's, it's it's my new home i I, I, uh, I plug away about an hour or two a night and uh and just dude, i want, I, I really enjoy living in that world and mm-hmm. i really want to like I'm so excited to every single time I get a new skill point to see where I can put it, uh, to kind of just explore that world. And I don't even care about the story. Like I actually care nothing at all about the story. I I just like going from one place to another and what's going to happen to me on my trip from one place to another. Am am I going to find some nest to burn out? Am I going to find whatever? Uh, it's the only flat screen game I've cared about in a while. I tried to start God of War recently and it didn't grab me. It's very very fucking cool, but it just didn't grab me the way that Days Gone grabbed me. So that's what I'll be playing for the next year. <laughs> if I play an hour a night, yeah, pretty much.
1: So, yeah, I've had my eye on that one for a while. I haven't played it yet, um, but it's on my kind of uh, mod list because you can play it in like 3D Ooh. Uh, on on uh, PC. So. I could, I've been looking at
0: it. I'd give a shout out to uh, Jay Meow because I was just going to play it on my PlayStation Five and probably end up not playing it. Uh, but when I got the Steam Deck, Jay Meow was I was I was t- telling me I was considering picking it up, uh, and he grabbed it for me uh, as a nice surprise. So thank you, Jay, publicly. Awesome Tater with the five dollar tip says for the game Cat Jack O' Lantern it shines brightly at night. Wow. Et. Two K Nine. Now the two dollar tip says looks like the first tip didn't go through. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't see your first tip, so maybe you're right. It didn't go through. Um, don't know what happened. All right. Oh, I'm gonna give dude. Before we talk about any other horror stuff, I want I want to give one final recommendation for movies. Um, and that and this is a weird one for me because slasher movies usually are not on the top of my list. Uh, but when it comes to slasher movies, I went to see Hell Night in the theater when it came out a couple years ago. Uh, sorry, not Hell Night, Hell Fest, different movie. Hell Fest, the definitely like this very much uh, amusement park, random teens uh, in a slasher. Like I mean, like just it is a about as generic as a slasher movie you can get. But it's everything I wanted from a slasher movie, and I think again they they didn't overcomplicate it with anything. And I think it's I think it's actually scarier than most slasher movies. Uh, they did a pretty good job with this one. Uh, have you seen it, Wes? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hellfest. Check it out. It's uh, probably it might be oh, yeah. might be my favorite slasher movie ever. And plus it's an amusement park themed one, so it's sort of like what I want
1: from Rush of Blood Two. Uh yeah, I heard about that. Maybe from you. Uh someone actually did recommend that to me fairly recently now that I think about it. Cool. Uh so yeah, if we're moving on from movies, uh really quickly I want to throw ten out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this Um, this on virtual strangers are we on your channel right now i'm not going to talk about any i'm just going to i'm going to list names here if we're talking about old stuff evil dead 2 of course um texas chainsaw massacre uh is great just because of the vibe and and the whole b movie aesthetic i love it and i love texas chainsaw massacre 3 just because it's funny what about the funny what about the
0: remakes or the remake
1: um I think it was, I I have fuzzy memories of that, but I seem to think it was all right, if I recall correctly. Uh, Newer stuff, um, Creep is pretty good. That used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but that's a a pretty good movie. And um, as above, so below. I love that movie. I think that movie should be a VR game. I think it would be a great VR game. And um, the original Saw is a great horror movie.
0: I'm glad you said the original because I think that series fucking
1: fell yeah, off sucks. a cliff like
0: literally on <laughs> yeah. the second movie
1: yeah and we went downhill pretty quick the the thing it's like the these hollywood producer guys went nuts with sequels like they always do but none of them realize what made the first one so good right they they thought it was all about the the stupid gimmicks that were uh these people were, were having to work through and it had nothing to do with that not really
0: right i mean it's that that became what the series was all about right the entire series became about the contraptions that people were found themselves in but yeah but the stories themselves got and honestly i wish i wish we never found anything out about jigsaw like i wish jigsaw remained a mystery for like all seven movies uh and i wish they didn't even talk about him much in the first movie because they did start to even reveal some stuff then and then two like in three they just went fucking crazy and we found out way too much about him and it, it wasn't there was no mystery about him anymore. And so I wish that they had just like told a different Jigsaw story or, or found two more people or three more people or four more people in their traps for each movie for the rest of the series. We keeping Jigsaw as a total mystery would have been a, an amazing move, but instead we're just like, Oh, just this dude, no
1: one cares. Yeah. Yeah. They're all out there. Yeah. They, they, they destroyed Saul, but uh, man, what a great initial uh, installment yeah. in that series. And I don't think I ever
0: finished As Above, So Below. It, it was a great start because it was found footage, right? That's the style they went for.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it follows a, a group of uh, four young people as they start to explore the Paris catacombs mm-hmm. and uh, and and get lost and uh, come across some strange happenings. Nice. You know, cool. As they try to find their way out.
0: Well I've grown found footage, and I guess I have to say paranormal activity and I know like i I think paranormal activity gets shit on way more than it deserves. I think it's obviously low budget um and I don't think the movies get better as they go by any stretch, but I think if you like the first one, you'll like all of them um and i and, and I did find I did find them interesting right because even when nothing was happening they train you to like just your eyes are glued on whatever's happening in the background you're always looking for something moving you're always looking for something out of the ordinary uh and and because of that because they train you to be on high alert like even when the movie's not terribly good you're like still enjoying it um i don't know what do you think man is paranormal activity overrated
1: no no I, I liked it at the time it's been many years since i watched it but i have fond memories of it and and for what you're saying yeah everyone that i've watched has been pretty good now i I, I seem to want to think maybe it's final destination that i'm thinking about that kind of fell off and then got better again yeah. uh yeah maybe that's what i'm thinking of. i think
0: i've only seen the first two and they seemed like the same identical movie uh it was yeah, like oh it's was it was just, just a different movie. accident <laughs> but here here we go again
1: what did you think about Hostel? Did you like Hostel? I did.
0: I didn't. I did not. Yeah. Uh, and here's why: uh, because um, because for me it seems like, the, and the, there is a there is a group of people that this appeals to who really enjoy just like gore in movies. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, man. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So like, if if I'm, well, it's very
1: gory. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I was just misremembering, but I didn't find it to be. Uh, like exciting or scary, I just found it to be gory uh and so for me like it needs to there was something missing for me like I was like there's a key element that this movie didn't have, uh, but it was a long time ago and i've and I've always considered maybe I need to give this series another chance
1: what what I liked about it was it kind of delved into that whole human trafficking thing like the the gore was super gory, and yeah that, that's a big part of it, but uh, what I liked about it is this kind of idea where you know You know, young people say, fuck it, I'm going to go backpacking in Europe. And then they get kind of, uh, you know, snatched up into this world of the super rich elite, hunting them and and mutilating them. Uh, It seemed like a a very scary concept to me. It's like, again, something that could really happen. You know, uh, we don't know what's happening out there. People go missing all the time, you know. Mm.
0: Uh, cerebral frost in the chat says for all of its other problems i really like the monster in smile and i saw smile recently and i think i said this on games cast i watched it in the theater it was my birthday present to myself i got to see it on the 27th a couple days before the official release and i was i was bored out of my skull man like i was like i wanted to i wanted this to be a great horror movie and it was just nothing everything good was in the trailer uh, and everything between the scenes in the trailer was really kind of painful um and then the ending was just in my book garbage but i yeah, uh, the monster was kind of cool, I guess, I guess, but after so I'm much disappointment leading up to it, you didn't see okay i mean i'm 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 here I'm like you didn't see smile, but like you've heard of it at least right you've seen the the previews for it no
1: i'm uh, oh. I'm blanking on it, man, like it seems familiar, but
0: no, people with yeah, really like big that. unnatural smiles. That's pretty much the whole trailer. So.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, there's been some weird ones this year. I don't remember the names of any of it, but like the horror movies that are out this year, all have this kind of weird vibe to them. I don't know what it is.
0: I don't know. I can't think of other ones for some reason. And, uh, and I think the last Halloween movie killed my, uh, pun intended, killed my enthusiasm for the next Halloween movie. I don't think Halloween movies have been all that great since H two O, unfortunately. uh So, what?
1: Alien. We, we didn't mention Alien. How
0: great Alien was! And it was on my list too. I actually had that. We we, we kind of ran long. Um, let me ask actually, you this, Wes. <laughs> I've I've seen Alien and Aliens. There's a lot of There's a lot of classic movies that I have not seen, and that I've missed out on, including the rest of the Alien movies. Aliens is obviously more of an action flick than the first one was. The first one was obviously more of a horror flick than the second one was. Do they get back to horror at any point? Are there any other Alien flicks I should be checking out?
1: I kind of fell off like you did too, and I've liked every one of them that I've seen. Uh, I, I want to say that, um, man, I don't know. I, Aliens Resurrection keeps coming to mind when I, when I think about it. But, I mean, again, these are very fuzzy memories. The first two are really what I'm referring to, and people always get into this big debate about this one versus that one i mean if you put my back to a wall the the first one's better but i like both of them they're both very good okay i'll have to check them out some of the other ones matt longo says they all suck after the first <laughs> <laughs> i like them i liked all of them to be honest i, I just like the series nice yeah and
0: i've been i've been meaning to check out prometheus too
1: prometheus was good yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't bad um Quickly, uh, Midsummer, awesome movie. Uh, Mandy was good. Uh, highly recommend Mandy. Yep. Um, yeah,
0: okay. Midsummer was great. What was the first one? Hereditary, the the one before Midsummer that made by same team. I think it was Hereditary. Yeah, also yeah,
1: Hereditary. Good. That's that's the one with the little girl, right? <sighs> like, I don't the dude, little girl at the beginning that that she, she sticks her head out the car window and.
0: I'm blanking, man. I've seen it, and I just don't remember anything about it. I kind of remember the ending sequence a little bit because it was super tense. But uh, I'll have to. I, I I should put it on my list to go back and rewatch because it's not ringing a bell. Like the little
1: girl with the head out the window. Her maybe I'm thinking of a different a different a uh, different movie. I don't
0: know. No, I just got the worst memory of all time. That's probably what it is. Yes, Hereditary I mean, has the little girl girl's Tatum. Yeah. yeah, that's what we keep Tatum around for. Really, he just makes sure. Uh, everybody's brain cells are firing properly. All right, man, but well, we could talk about movies all night. But uh, I mean, we could, and just save the video games for something for another time.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it might actually be a good idea because, like, as long as the movie thing was, I could go just as long on games, you know.
0: All right, well, you know what? This is perfect, man. Like, we've still got a couple more weeks. Uh, obviously, we've got a few more weeks left in October. We can, we can do, uh, we can do Wes and Brian's favorite screen games uh, on next week. We can do our favorite VR game, favorite horror VR games on the following week. Uh, we, we can make a whole month of this stuff. So, uh, so I think that works nice. out perfectly. In that case, are we forgetting any movies that we need to talk about?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I had some. Um, actually, we glossed over a lot of them. Like, like I talked about Evil Dead 2. And didn't talk about how awesome Army of Darkness is, oh, right. or the Evil Dead remake, which I which I really thought was good as well.
0: That's okay, awesome to hear because uh, because I actually I think I had purchased the Evil Dead remake on a PlayStation sale back when they were still selling movies on their uh, on their PlayStation store, and so I just got it sitting in a library that's going to disappear soon. And I've started a couple times, and but in the back of my mind, I I hear voices of people. I mean, kind of all day, every day, but but specifically for this one, they say uh, that it was terrible, uh, and so well, you're saying not, it's good or decent? Uh,
1: it, it's it's decent. It's not it's not going to live up to the original. So you know, temper your expectations a bit. But I, I think I kind of went into it expecting it to suck, and when it, I, I kind of liked it, maybe that's kind of what's sticking with me here. But yeah, I thought it was decent, man. I, it it really kind of it does kind of suffer from this it gets going a little too quickly. Like it, I, I will say that, but it, it, it's a nice, you know, semi modern, uh, demonic movie with the Necronomicon and all this shit that really scares me. Uh, I like the effects in it. Uh, I thought it was, uh, uh, shot really well. Um, the actors are kind of shit, but I mean, that's not why you watch Evil Dead, anyway. right? <laughs> no,
0: I guess not. Um,
1: it it's not as funny as, as like you know. The, there was a lot of comedy in the original Evil Dead. It has none of that. Like it's it's not Bruce Campbell at all. This is more of a horror movie,
0: and that makes me happy because I I really I I always hate. I don't hate. But when I say that, you know, the paranormal and supernatural stuff is on top of my horror movie list, and then a little bit further down are the slasher flicks, and a little bit further down, like pe- most people, I feel like really enjoy the the B horror stuff and, and the campy com- comedic horror stuff more than I do. Like Shaun of the Dead was an amazing <laughs> movie, right? Amazing movie. Uh, and what and what was the one about the? Uh, it was like the romantic comedy about the 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 zombie. What the fuck was that called? I feel like Tatum's gonna tell remember- me in a
1: second. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember what it was called, but I know warm what you're
0: Warm bodies, could that be it? Maybe. And so and, and so like I appreciate those, but they're always like I appreciate them less than the, the horror movies that take themselves really seriously. Um and so uh and so I so I might actually like the Evil Dead remake more than the original, even though that's probably fucking sacrilege, right? It is Warm Bodies, uh, thank yeah. you. Okay. Matthew Longo, and everybody knows except for me, apparently. Um, evil Dead. Uh, Off Court said the Insidious movies are pretty are decent. Uh, I think they're more than decent. I think that the Insidious movies get better as they go, which is not something you generally hear. I think Insidious 1 set this cool groundwork for, uh, for the plot, uh, introducing the Further, which is like this weird place people go when they uh, astral project at night. And, uh, and they went a little too far with that in the first movie. I was just talking to Rypop about this, so I've got a better memory of it um, than I normally would have. But they sort of pull back on the stuff that doesn't work in the second movie. And then the third movie is sort of like the Halloween 3 of the group where it's like, is this even a fucking Insidious movie? Uh, but it was still really good. And so it totally works. Uh, and then how? And then Insidious 4 is feels very much like an insidious movie all over again uh and i think what might be the best insidious movie it's got the beginning of that movie just man you watch that shit with the lights off and the volume up and like you know just cuddling under a blanket by yourself like for me that it, it's like almost torture because it it's a terrifying beginning to a movie and i fucking loved it um anything that scares me man i'm, I'm all about insidious is great people definitely top tier for me
1: people keep talking about um the mist uh, did you like that one? I thought it was pretty good.
0: So, I've actually got a really good memory of The Mist because I just rewatched it like 2 days ago.
1: <laughs> oh yeah?
0: Yeah. And it's okay. It's actually okay. Um I I tried to watch the TV series when it came out and it was alright. I didn't get too far into it, but the movie's the movie's fine. If if was it made was it a TV movie
1: originally because it kind of feels like one. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Yeah. maybe i don't know there
0: might be too much blood and gore in it to be a tv movie but it it it, it has that feel to it where it's like you know the actors kind of feel tv movie ish and the scares kind of feel tv movie ish but i don't know what am i am i off base on this Did...
1: no i can see that i think it, that, that's it's stephen king right yeah. am, I, am i wrong about that yeah it was in, yeah, it was in the book probably...
0: four past midnight with the um the langoliers which was also which was a tv movie
1: Right. So I, I think that that's probably why, why it's, it is the way it is. Cause uh, you know, a lot of the, the, there was a while there that anything that was Stephen King, they were making a movie out of, and a lot of it did seem like it was kind of B actors and, you know, low budgets, but uh, it was a good story and a good movie. Um, I thought I enjoyed it. It's been a while since I watched it. I remember liking it. Um, It follows. you seen it follows. I did.
0: You, tell me what your you impressions think? first, because yeah. I, I, I
1: feel like you already know what I'm going to say. I, I liked it more than I thought I would. I didn't expect to like it because it's such a kind of uh, cheesy, uh, kind of a cliche idea. Yeah. Uh, but I thought they did a decent enough job with it. Uh, it could have been better. Um, the, the whole idea of being chased by something that, that's that's going to get you. Is one of the few things that actually do scare me. It's, it's one of the things I, I love about Resident Evil Seven, and like, um, and uh, like a home sweet home. You know, having the stealth because something's after you, it, it kind of affects me a little bit. So I might have liked it a little bit more than it deserves, but I thought it was all right.
0: Yeah, I'd heard such good things about it, uh, and I think that might have set me up for failure a little bit. Uh, I went in expecting like the scariest movie I was ever going to see, and I was sort of waiting the whole time for it to get good. Now, it took a few months for me to say, I'm going to watch this thing again. And when I watched it again, I went in with the exact right expectations, and I went in already knowing what, what I was going to see. And it really fucking worked the second time for me. You know, I think sometimes you just got to be in the right mood to watch a certain type of movie. And I think that the first time I just wasn't in the right mood. Uh, and yeah, and actually Smile, as it turns out, was kind of stole a lot from The Ring uh, and It Follows. Those are its two clear inspirations, uh, but it didn't do anything nearly as well as either of those two movies. Um it follows, I, I have a lot of respect for It Follows now. I think what it did, it did really, really well. I think there's a lot of mem- memorable scenes in it. I just, I just, I guess when it comes down to it, I just wish it was scarier. Um, but, but but what it is, I think is still really well done.
1: Yeah, I love that trope where like something's going to get you and it just never stops. It's coming for you and there's no escape.
0: right. It's a great excuse to have sex. That's that's what I learned from that movie. <laughs> I'll always have sex because hey, you know you're either going to get a curse or pass a curse. Whatever. Um, Delirium in the chat mentioned Jeepers Creepers a little while back. Um, oh, I not see- my thing, really. No,
1: I, I used to laugh at it a lot, but really? not really my thing.
0: Interesting. I think the first, I think the first two are great. I, I, I actually, I. I I, I like the suspense of them for sure. Um, what what the hell is the kid's name who was just in Barbarian? He's not a kid anymore, obviously. Um, crap! Is that, is somebody in the chat's gonna fucking tell me long before I can Google it. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he was he was the star of the first one, and uh, there's something about him specifically that I like. I I enjoy him in movies, but I don't uh, I don't. Justin Long. Thank you, Matthew Longo. That's fucking answering all of our questions tonight. Thank you. Um, Everybody's Justin Long. Um, there's something about him that just makes whatever he's in inherently not scary. Uh, so even though I loved Barbarian, him being in it, I was just like, oh no, is this going to be a problem for me? Uh, and it sort of was to an extent, because uh, I was just like, this, there's, there's something not believable about him in, in his roles for me. I can I know it's very much a personal thing, um, so but but yeah I despite all of that I found uh, the first two Jeepers Creepers movies to be pretty fucking scary and Barbarian to be very tense. Jeepers Creepers three, however, totally different feel, totally different vibe, uh, totally different movie. Like it felt like it was just made by an entirely different group of people. Uh, I couldn't I could never gotten I can't get through it. I cannot get through that movie, but. I'm, sure, I'm yeah, assuming you um, haven't made it to number three.
1: No, I have. I don't have many memories of those. I just remember I, I wasn't really into it. I thought it was kind of comical to watch at the time. Um, I don't know. I, I just never really got into it.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just looking back at the chat.
0: A lot of people have been recommending great movies, obviously. Um,
1: what about B-movies? Do you, you remember any, uh, any specific uh, B-movies from your youth that stick out? Like for me, I always uh, think back to like stuff I used to watch on Cinemax late at night. That they would always play the same stuff uh, every every year. And uh, Night of the Creeps. You remember Night of the Creeps? I don't. I don't. It, it's like um, like a UFO crashes. It's set kind of like I don't know. I want to say like in the '60s or something, and like a UFO crashes and all these little black critters that look kind of like cockroaches just kind of uh. Go out across this college campus, and uh, they, they kind of burrow into people's brains and turn them into zombies. It's so cheesy and so B movie, <laughs> but uh, I, I loved it at the time.
0: What about Slither? I know Slither was more recent and less of a B movie, but it's, it seems like it has a similar vibe as what you just described.
1: Yeah, never, never. I don't even know if I've watched Slither. I don't. I, I know, I know of it. I don't think I watched it. Let's see, oh, did you see Krampus? <laughs> no. No, but I I remember the the trailer for it. Yeah. Um Yeah, that <laughs> looks uh dude, interesting.
0: Dude, Michelle Barcchioni introduced this movie to me, right? And uh she also introduced the leprechaun movies to me. We we actually had a leprechaun movie marathon. We got every single leprechaun movie ever made, uh all in one box set for about $3. And <laughs> and I think we paid too much. The those movies are terrible, but we watched all of them, even Leprechaun in the Hood uh and Leprechaun in Space and like all the fucking later ones that were just oh my god. Um but yeah, but she introduced Krampus to me and I was 100% sure that movie was going to be terrible. And I love it. I think Krampus is amazing. Uh, Christmas movie yeah, yeah. and a horror movie all in one. I mean, like Nightmare Before Christmas, like this is the shit we need, right? Celebrate Halloween
1: in December. It has a very, very leprechaun vibe to it. When, when uh, as I recall, it just seems like one of those type of movies.
0: Hack the gamecat in the chat says a little embarrassed to say, but I thought the Babadook was good. I don't, I don't think it that's wasn't that's not embarrassing to say. I would be embarrassed if I was the kid in that movie uh, because that was, that kid screamed from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. And I just wanted that kid to shut the fuck up for the entire hour and a half. Um, he he made it hard to watch. Uh, but other than that, other than the kid just screaming and being annoying, being a bratty kid, uh, I thought that movie was awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was solid. Uh, I remember enjoying it at the time. I think that was another one I watched on Netflix, now that I recall. Uh, I had another one on the tip of my tongue here. What, what was the first one that... Uh... Uh, jordan peele put out what was the name of that one? Oh, um uh get out get out what do you think about get out it's
0: great it's great yeah. yeah i mean uh i, th- I think be- so many people leading up to it was like we like you know oh you don't want to know anything about this movie and don't let any don't read anything don't listen to anybody talk about it just go watch it and uh and, and i sort of you know, a- a- anything like Get Out, anything like Barbarian, you're definitely better off going to see it without any prior knowledge. Um, and I'm really glad that that's happened because it, it was an experience. I think there were a couple scary, mo- scary moments. But as f- so as far as being a horror movie, I was like, Meh, maybe not. But as far as being really intriguing, I was t- I was super down with it.
1: Yeah, I lo- I love the outside the box thinking, man, That 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 was such an original concept. I really thought it was good. What
0: about M. Night Shyamalan movies?
1: <laughs> uh, not, not really. I, I, I t- it's weird because I, I typically love a, a good twist. But after after a while, when you're expecting it, I mean, there's no... Uh, it's not surprising anymore, right? Yeah.
0: I do, th- I do think... I think that he gets a lot more shit than he deserves. I think that every artist and every director and every whatever, anybody who's ever done anything creative in their life has a series of less than impressive... Uh, releases or whatever, whatever the hell it is that they make uh, in their portfolio, and I think that he's had a, a few not so great. Cerebral Frost and Chat says Lady in the Water was good. I don't like Lady in the Water at all. I thought that was boring, um, and uh, and I actually I thought The Happening was a great concept. Right? I mean, what a great setup. The the trailers for those that movie was great. The the first ten minutes of that movie was great. The rest of that movie was fucking trash. <laughs> like. Like seriously, I mean like it's super disturbing to think about like oh the wind blows and then everybody just freezes and then one person goes and fucking shoots themselves in the head. Like what is happening here? Like it, great concept, horrible execution. Uh but it was um but have you seen The Visit?
1: No. Okay.
0: So the visit is for me, at least was M night Shyamalan's return to form. It was him going, okay, we're going to make a good movie. It's actually going to be pretty scary when you're watching it. And then on top of it, the twist is going to fucking kind of, you know, really make you go, Oh shit. Like, how did I not realize that kind of thing? You know? And it's, 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 it's a good twist and it's, I don't think expected. Um, yeah, I, I think you should check out the visit.
1: Okay, I'll try to remember that. I don't have paper in front of me like you do, but I probably should. I'll write it. I'll write it down for you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, what'd you think about the creep show? Were you a creep show fan? So here's oh Tribble, Tribble's saying it. Right as I speak it. How about that? Hell,
0: uh, hell yeah! Be Tribble always doing God's work out there. Um, here's here's my problem. As I kind of alluded to earlier, Wes, is that I missed out on a lot of stuff that I would have loved as a kid. Uh, when I was a kid, my, my parents didn't let me watch anything rated R until I was 17. Like legit, I was 16 years old and I was watching a rated R movie. And my dad goes, what's that rated? And like, he told me I couldn't watch it. Right. Same thing with PG 13 movies. Tw- I tried to watch when 12 years old, they would not allow it. Right. So the only time I get to see cool shit when i was young which traumatized the fuck out of me so as it turns out my parents were right dude i saw poltergeist 3 at a sleepover when i was 12 years old (laughs) i couldn't sleep for a fucking week and i was scared of mirrors for the rest of my fucking life right i saw it when i was 12 oh my god dude i i think that's half the reason i'm an insomniac is because i'm just worried that pennywise is gonna come walking around the fucking door (laughs) dude like my parents were right And so but but because they were right and because they were so strict about this kind of stuff strangely i could kill whatever i wanted to in a video game they didn't care about that they just cared about movies that were rated r yeah um it means that i didn't get to watch a lot of this stuff when i was younger when it like would have been impactful and so i've tried to go back and watch some of this stuff and the effects are like rough and some of the cinematography's rough and some of the you know it just has that like kind of old look and feel to it and uh and sadly I tried to watch Creepshow recently on AJ's recommendation and uh, and I just couldn't really get through it. I spent like 45 minutes and I was like, this, I don't think this is for me, but I would have loved this I think when I was 12. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. I haven't watched it since then. I just remember liking it back then. Like I remember going to the movies and watching one of them, maybe two, Creepshow two. My, my parents were weird too, but like they wouldn't let me listen to like hard rock and heavy metal music like they were they were that was devil music i couldn't oh, i wasn't allowed to do that but the, i mean i was watching slasher, slasher flicks when i was five years old <laughs> i could watch whatever no problem i remember staying up you know past midnight many times just to catch uh tales from the dark side uh which i loved when i was younger um so yeah i could watch anything it was kind of the opposite for me i could watch anything i want but that music you know you play it backwards man it's going to take your soul
0: Um, yeah my parents yeah my parents didn't care what i listened to they had no problem at all even in parental advisory shit they were like whatever like as long as you're listening as long as you're I i think they just cared that i would uh they just cared that i was interested in some kind of something artistic you know and plus i was like an artistic kid sensitive kid so if i was branching out listening to metal they were like that's actually pretty fucking cool um the strangers
1: uh the strangers i'm trying to place what that that might have been the one that I was trying to place there was a there was a bunch of these movies that came out right in the same few years there yeah uh, when uh when the conjuring and everything was coming out I remember it I remember liking it i don't remember anything about it
0: yeah well strangers is uh definitely an interesting take on the slasher genre right because it it's it's a couple that goes. I don't know if they're going on their honeymoon or they're just getting away for the weekend or whatever it is. It's been a while, but the whole movie was and this is kind of fucking genius and I don't know if it's a spoiler. So like if you don't want anything, anything at all about the stranger spoiler for you, then cover your ears for the next 20 seconds. Um, but the volume of the first half of the movie is so low that I had to turn my volume up on my TV really loud and then there's this point where everything in the movie changes when they're in the, or she's in the house by herself and they and there's a knock at the door and it's the loudest fucking knock you've ever heard because the fucking movie convinced you to turn the volume up for the first half it's like bam 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 and then suddenly you're like as you're like half falling asleep watching the movie you're like what's happening like what's going on like i'm awake now <laughs> i swear like what is it? like it just it stops your heart man it stops your heart And so, and and then, and then the rest of that movie is just fucking like bonkers because this is how they kicked it off, and I love that man. It's a typical slasher movie, but like they just they gave it this twist where like I cared about these characters way more than I would in any Jason flick.
1: You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think I remember that (laughs) because at the time I I was pirating a lot of shit. I was just I, I was torrenting movies and burning them on the DVDs, and I remember thinking that I had gotten a bad copy of the movie because the, <laughs> the audio was so low. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned that. It jogs my memory now a little bit about the movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I remember liking it. Keep- 28 Days Later, People Keep Bringing Up. That's a, that's a pretty good one. I like the concept of vampires in Alaska. That's, uh, that's good outside-the-box thinking right there.
0: No, no, no. Wait a minute. You've got... Thirty days of thirty night. days of Not and twenty eight days, 28 days yeah. later crisscrossed. You're right.
1: Yep. You're right. You're right. Thirty days of night is what I'm talking about. You're
0: right. Yeah, dude. But twenty eight days later, I mean, Jesus, dude. Like, like talk about. Was was that the movie that kind of introduced fast moving zombies, or was or was that the Dawn of the Dead remake? Which which one was first? Because because when I when I watched twenty eight days later, I was like, oh, everyone's like, oh, it's a zombie movie. You're gonna love it. And I was like. Okay, I mean, zombie movies are great, but again, on the totem pole of shit that Brian likes as far as horror movies go, if it's not a super scary zombie movie, then it falls a little bit lower than normal, right? Uh, and dude, this was a super scary zombie movie. Like, they made zombies scary again because it was just like, so so many uh, zombie movies are just like, oh, you know, just we could walk outside. I mean, even in the, even the Night of the Living Dead, right? The original they were like, look, they're moving so slow. We could just walk right past them. And you're like, yeah, why don't you fucking go outside and just walk right past them, right? But 28 Days Later says, no, you're not going to fucking do that. We're going to swarm you. We're going to kill you. We're going to run faster than you because we're out of our fucking minds. And I love that shit. Love that shit.
1: Have you seen uh, Train to Busan?
0: Yes. Good, right? So good. So good. Yep. Uh, That was was an example subtitled i believe right because it was from it was a korean yeah. uh zombie korean flick movie, that's right yeah that's right and uh whew, man I, it's been a while when i when i was younger i've we had this conversation in a uh, voice voice cat recently um when I was younger, I was, like, such a pretentious jackass when it came to movies. I was like, yeah, I mean, I like City of Lost Children and Amelie and uh, Pan's Labyrinth and all good movies, but, like, I, you know, I was like, oh, this imported subtitled movies uh, must be fucking whatever, you know, super pretentious. Uh, And But it's been a long time since I really enjoyed something with subtitles because I've just, as I've gotten older, my attention span has lowered and lowered and lowered. Dude, I... Fucking! I don't care if that movie is subtitled. It was it was so much fun to watch and and just I don't know. I don't know, man. Like that was that was an interesting take on the whole genre.
1: Yeah, ravenous ravenous zombies in that movie. Yeah, that's why I like it so good. And I don't like I don't like subtitled movies at all. Like <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth's cool because of the visuals, but like. um like it got on my nerves so bad that it was <laughs> like a, like a, I should have liked that movie a lot more. Yeah. It's going to change the trailer. So something else is playing. Um, I,
0: I don't, I don't want this to go on forever. Uh, and Nick, the game cat, how in the chat says, guess I'm pretentious. I've already told you that you are, you know, you are,
1: <laughs> that's not bad. He also enough. says that he also says that ravenous was a good movie. I haven't seen ravenous. Yeah, I don't think I have. I remember. it. I don't think I've seen it.
0: Okay. Uh, but guys, so uh, we're gonna. We're, I think we'll talk for a few more minutes. But uh, but just in the in the chat, uh, in the chat, in the comments. Obviously, if you haven't left uh, one of your favorite horror movies yet, um, then but then please do because I'm gonna be watching. Uh, I'm gonna be watching horror movies all month long, uh, just to kind of celebrate. Last last year, last October, uh, I went through some things personally that like just really prevented me from being able to enjoy the month. Uh, and so I'm going to do my absolute best to sort of make up for that this year and, and, and make sure I play as many horror games as I can uh, watch as many horror flicks as I can. If I can if I can down like one horror movie a day for the rest of the month I'm going to be a happy little kid at the end of the uh, by the time November 1st rolls around uh, I'm going to throw one more out there uh, despite the fact that there's a million great suggestions in the chat Frailty
1: tell me about it I don't, I'm not familiar
0: all right Frailty, frailty starts off, and it just seems like a normal movie. I, again, knew nothing about it going in. Frailty, uh, it's just these kids. Their dad is working real fucking hard to take care of them. Mom's nowhere to be found. And in uh, one day, he wakes the kids up in the middle of the night and says, I talked to God, and God wants me to go kill some people. It's just like this massive tonal shift early in the movie where it's like, oh shit and it's all about the kids being like this is our dad and we love him but he's like killing people you know and he's like no they're not people they're demons and so like you know you're kind of with the kids the whole time being like is the dad crazy is he talking to god is he killing demons is he killing people what's going on here and like you kind of feel for the kids uh, but at the same time you're like I don't know these could be demons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but really good shit really good shit yeah, I, do you have one more to close out this conversation,
1: Wes? Uh, man, I did, and I've I've lost half of what I'm thinking. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, sin, you have one. Children of the Corn. Come on, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that movie used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Just because those kids were so creepy, man. The Malachi was. <laughs> i'd like that kid just looks scary he has a scary look to him he did
0: and i remember i, I remember there was so many children of the corn movies weren't there weren't there like
1: like there, t- there was a few but i mean it was again just shitty cash grab stuff i think after that like the original was the, the one i i know that
0: i've seen it i can picture uh, and i and i always and i always confuse uh children of the corn a little bit uh, with city of the damned uh, with all the kids with the white hair. Um, so there's always this, like this, I watched them right around the same time. What was, what was the concept? What were the, what were the children of the corn? Uh, what were they doing?
1: They were, they were basically like uh, they had a little cult going on. Like all the adults in the town were, were mysteriously gone and the kids kind of had to run over the place. And as you kind of delve into what's happening, they, they've kind of got this little, cult going on in the cornrows
0: okay which now perfectly explains why i've got it confused with uh city of the dam because it's like that sounds like the same <laughs> story
1: <laughs> what about uh hills have eyes you like that one
0: i don't remember loving the original and then what was it rob zombie who did
1: a remake um, uh, i don't know or, or was it just no. a
0: crap maybe it wasn't rob zombie who did the remake
1: speaking of which uh people keep mentioning devil's rejects which was really good and uh rob zombie's Munsters remake just hit netflix i haven't watched it yet but
0: yep um, don't anybody hate me for this oh no what you know to read the remake that rob zombie did was um he, didn't he remake Halloween? Wasn't wasn't that him? Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah,
1: he remade Halloween.
0: Okay. I didn't like The Hills Have Eyes and I didn't like House of a Thousand Corpses, right? Because that's, it was, it, my, my ex and I would always argue about this, right? That was just something he fucking loved. And, uh, and I was just like, this is terrible. This looks like something. And I was, you know, like obviously being obnoxious about it just to piss him off. But, uh, I, I was always saying this looks like, you know, somebody made a haunted house with their friends and then filmed a movie in it. Like, (laughs) but, and that's sort of the vibe I get from it. It just feels kind of trashy all around. Uh, but, but my impression about Rob zombie movies did change with Halloween because I think he actually killed it with that. I think that was fucking incredible. So
1: yeah. I, I like the original, uh, Rob zombie movies, like the house of a thousand corpses, devil's rejects. I thought those were good. Um, I did like the Halloween remake, which I wasn't a big Halloween fan to begin with, but you know, I did like that. I do, I do agree that, uh, some of his stuff is more visual than substantive. So like, even though I kind of dig the cinematography, I mean, some of the stuff's just really not all that good. And I, I have a feeling that might be the case with the monsters too. Like it has a really cool, colorful look to it, but the monsters were not, I mean, it was a black and white show, uh, during the kind of onset of color television, so I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it, but I, I do kind of dig the vibe that I've seen from the uh, promo material.
0: I, I wasn't a Monsters fan growing up. I was an Adams Family kid, um, and only because that's what my cousins were watching after we walked home from school. Like, um, so yeah, Monsters is just something I'm not terribly familiar with from the beginning. I also just looked up The Hills Have Eyes uh, remake. And I don't think it has anything to do with Rob Zombie, so I apologize for that tangent when uh when it had nothing to do with it. Uh what now, see again, I I have got so many different movies jumbled up in my head. Uh this is me. the what's the uh the, the town that feared the town that feared midnight? No, what the hell was that called? I, I'm getting that movie confused with with the Hills Have Eyes. What was the Hills Have Eyes about?
1: I uh, kind of like um you you're kind of in this area full of uh, where they've been doing nuclear testing so there's a lot of lingering radiation and there's uh, extremely aggressive mutant creatures uh watching you okay. and attacking yep. yeah. this is all
0: ringing a bell this is all ringing a bell um i don't delirium said uh, hills have eyes too gruesome gory for me who knows man that well, how, i don't know how, whether that was my problem how, or not
1: uh, really quick. Um, Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. Dude, Cloverfield,
0: Wait. fucking genius movie, right? Definitely brought definitely brought a lot of respect to the found footage genre. I think because that was just the marketing for that movie. I, nobody knew what that was. Go. Nobody knew what Cloverfield was when they walked into the theater. They seen pr- promos for it for fucking months. They seen signs for it, posters for it. Everybody walked into that movie going, we have <laughs> no idea what we're about to see, and the, and what it turned out to be was, I mean, possibly better than I could have expected.
1: Yeah, I really like that. Well, Tin Cloverfield Lane, what do you think about that one?
0: I mean, I think it's obvious, and I and I hate saying shit like this that everybody already knows, but I think it's obvious that like it wasn't supposed to be a Cloverfield movie. They sort of shoe, oh no, shoehorned oh, no. in the Cloverfield stuff uh, at the end. <laughs> like kind of late into production. Um, but that aside, a brilliant movie. Cause I, I think that even without the Cloverfield inclusion, uh, when it was just called the cellar or the basement or whatever the fuck it was called originally, uh, that alone would have been awesome. And then, and then when you add in the Cloverfield stuff on top of it, yeah, dude, like what, a, it actually ended up being kind of a great combination.
1: Yeah. I, I really, uh, I don't even really consider it to be a Cloverfield movie. I mean, I know it technically is and they tied it in. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, they tie it all in at the end. But uh, John Goodman, just so good in that movie. He, yes. he completely killed it, made the movie as good as it was. Uh, yeah, loved it. Really good.
0: Uh, Hack the Game Cat says, Quarantine might be my favorite found footage movie. <clears throat> uh, I love it. Love Quarantine. Was there a Quarantine 2? Because I know there was a Wreck 1 and Wreck 2, and that's what Quarantine was based on.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not familiar with these movies. Oh, you should definitely check them out. Some good shit. Write it down for me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing.
0: Quarantine. I'm going to look that back and go, Port Shovel? What the fuck did I write? All right, man, you know what time it is. It's time for a little PSVR 20 questions. This time you are the host. You've got a game up in that head of yours, and I've got 20 yes or no questions, along with only six minutes in the help from all the game cats out there to figure out what PSVR game you're thinking of. I can't believe... Uh, this has been a three-hour show. No, that can't be right. Two,
1: two, almost two. Okay, good. Whew,
0: man. Uh,
1: that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I was, I knew it would be. I was planning on it being a two-hour show. So
0: nice. See, I, I always think we can do everything in an hour. I always do,
1: and I'm always wrong. We, we didn't even make it through half of our topic, and it's a two-hour show. <laughs> that's right.
0: We only hit through a third of the, the horror guide uh part of this yep excellent well we'll keep that in mind for next for, uh next wednesday show uh, we'll, we'll tackle Absolutely. fewer things beforehand uh all right let's do this cats i'm gonna need your help because this i for, I forget every single psvr game ever made the second we start this on my market set go does this game have aim support no no aim Alright, uh, has this developer made other PSVR games? Yes. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Are there puzzles
1: in this game? I mean, yeah. Technically, yeah. Um, I would say, yeah. I mean, it, it's... Kind
0: of a puzzle game, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Orseek. Does it have zombies, robots, ninjas, or warm bodies? Let's just. Does it have zombies, robots, or ninjas?
1: Zombies, robots, ninjas. No, no, I I wouldn't. I don't think so, no. Okay. Well,
0: we just killed three questions in one. That's good. It's not Ninja the Salt, guys. Um, let's see. No aim support. They've made other games. I wonder if I should just go down the developer route. Um and because there's not a ton of developers that made multiple. All right, let's go with Nicole. Nicole the GameCat. Does this game have multiplayer? No.
1: No multiplayer. Hmm.
0: Is it based on a popular IP? asks Tiff. Or a known IP. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah this is a known IP. Interesting. Interesting.
0: There's not a ton of VR games based on a known is the known IP it's based on like a movie series? Or a movie?
1: Yeah.
0: Alright. You guys. We're finally on it Nick, it can't be Onslaught because there's no zombies, robots, or ninjas in it. <laughs> that was the True first that. thing I thought of. Um and so let's see. Let's think about what Servios created other than Onslaught. That they, they haven't made anything for PSVR at least, right, with a with with a license.
1: Ooh, Nick. Creed, creed. Creed was a, a license. Hey, hey, hey. But but Whose side are you on? But Creed, <laughs> the Creed, the Creed, the Creed doesn't have multiplayer, which or has multiplayer, which we just pulled out I do not I d I don't I don't know if you're hosting this or if you're helping me figure out
0: the answer. Um I'm helping. Is it a horror game?
1: It is a horror game, yes it is.
0: Alright, let's 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 get Blair Witch off the table here. Um do you carry around a camcorder in this game? A handheld camcorder? I
1: don't think so. Okay. Maybe. It's been a while since i played it, but it's not something that's central to like the whole game. You may be taking some pictures. I don't quite remember. All
0: right, so then we know it's not Blair Witch because Wes would absolutely know. It's not right. because that was a key part, and plus the button layout was so fucking cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so now we're on to The Exorcist. Let's see. So, um, is this episodic?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's episodic. Ooh.
0: Okay, let's just make sure. They've made other games, which Wolfenwood absolutely has. It definitely has some puzzles in it. It is a known IP. That IP is a movie. It's a horror game. And then whatever the last thing I wrote down, which looks like epilepsy. Does anybody know what that says? What the <laughs> fuck did I write? What is wrong with me? I just re- oh episodic. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb um
1: is this made by wolfenwood uh yes it was developed by
0: wolfenwood is this game the exorcist legion vr it is
1: the exorcist legion vr very
0: good Woo-hoo! I, I think we can thank the chat for this one they helped me they helped lead me down the right direction i definitely dude i i thought uh i thought it was gonna be blair witch i think Niculo uh kind of Brought me that way, and I was like, "This, that, yes, that's absolutely everything." And they made other games. They made Layers of Fear. Here we go, Blooper team,
1: come on! Whoop! Oh, there's no fucking camcorder. We're in trouble. <laughs> Interestingly, I, I chose this game uh, before I knew we were going to be like deep diving on horror movies. Like the Exorcist Legion VR got a big update. The Quest version got a huge graphical update today. And uh, I'm looking at revisiting it to uh, check it out because, I mean, it looks like a different game from the steals I've seen. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's why I chose that one.
0: It's good to hear. It's always a really good-looking game on PSVR. Um, Just strangely buggy and not for everybody, which is obviously, you know, like the worst bugs and harder to replicate for the team. Um but yeah we got we got a graphical update uh, on PSVR not this overhaul like like Quest has got um but there's like additional animations and when I played through I was like wait was that there before was that there before was that there before and all these little things that sort of added up to kind of a excuse me something that would be really cool if it was your first time going through um I really like Extra legion VR I think it's terrifying um especially as a Catholic schoolboy um I'm always convinced that my soul will be possessed and let's be honest—if it hasn't by now, I'm probably in the clear. Yeah, Wes, uh, you got a stream going on tonight, Virtual Strangers. Uh, you guys gonna be talking about uh, game of the month, and you got quite a few uh, different games in the running.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're doing game of the month tonight. We're also going to be uh, talking about the Ghost Runner VR mod that Luke Ross just put out. Dude, this this, this game is so good in VR. Uh, spoiler alert: it's awesome. It's so awesome. Uh, but th- this is one of the titles we were going to cover last week before we canceled the show. Uh, we did two of them on Sunday. The last one we saved for tonight, which is the uh, Ghost Runner mod. But uh, yeah, we're doing Game of the Month. We we had Bone Lab out this month. We had the NFL game out this month. Into the Radius hit Quest this month. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff out on PlayStation VR like Transformers and uh, you know uh, Cave Digger. I mean, there was just a ton of good VR games out this month.
0: Awesome. Well guys, if you don't already subscribe to virtual strangers, make sure you do that. What time is your stream going up tonight?
1: Midnight? Uh, probably about 1230. If I had to guess, okay. uh, it's not final yet, but, uh, that seems like a good time.
0: All so. right, about two and a half hours. Then make sure <laughs> anyone who's still awake, uh, make sure you check that out. Um, Wes, thank you so much for another awesome West day. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking about some of my favorite shit for sure. And we didn't even talk about killer cons from outer space, but man, what a classic, uh, it's going
1: to be a fun month, Brian. It's going to be so fun. I enjoyed myself today. Thank you for having me. I can't wait for next week. Uh, it's going to be fun again, I'm sure. Oh,
0: I'm sure. Uh, thank
1: you to everybody who hung out in the
0: chat. Thank you to everybody who donated, to, uh, everybody part of that tip train, everybody uh, who helped me out during 20 questions, everybody who supports me on patreon.com slash games. Uh, I swear to you, I will get that Patreon list updated sometime soon. Obviously, it's been quite the fucking crazy week or two around here. Um, and. You know, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Let's get out of here, Wes. Hey, uh, did you see that Beat Saber poll? We're still live, obviously. Um,
1: <laughs> Beat Saber? No. Yeah. No, I did not.
0: Nikki, Nikki pointed this out to me before, uh, before the show. And, uh, they put up a poll just recently. Let's see. It was only, uh, six hours ago. And they, they asked, are you ready? And the three answers were yes. Hell yeah. And I'm not sure. <laughs> so <laughs> a little, a little curious to know what this is about. Um, uh, whether whether it's like sort of a tease for a new music pack, my initial thought was what song has the words, are you ready in it? Like what's, what are they going to announce? Corn. Uh, that's, that's it. Right. The, the beginning to blind, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what pops into my head immediately. Although I will uh, point out that Oculus connects next week and they typically have some sort of beat Saber announcement. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's something big and it's not just another music pack because, I mean, they've, they've owned this IP now for some time. Right. Are they just going to go on putting out DLC packs forever or are they going to actually do something?
0: I mean, they teased the progression system a while back, right? And then, and I don't think that's, they've done, they've shown much more to that. It would be nice. I mean, like, you know, the, the PlayStation VR version, uh, and the, the standard Quest version, we only have one set of sabers. Like, you can mod that shit on PC, right? But like, like, why can't we unlock different cool ass sabers? Like, that just seems fucking natural at this point.
1: Yeah. They're being lazy because they can <laughs> basically is the answer.
0: Or, or maybe, or maybe they're just trying to include those, that type of thing in one massive update, update, right. Rather than just releasing these little small updates, maybe just one massive one is around the corner, but all right, man, I'm definitely, I'm definitely thinking that Oculus connect event, uh, Sony is, uh, is going to do something PSVR two related right after that. Obviously, um, the PSVR 1 anniversary is like 2 days after the connect event so uh really fucking got my fingers crossed for something but i guess we'll see
1: yeah could be a good week next week or we could all come away disappointed like we normally do that's yeah i guess
0: if i was going to bet a pizza i'd be like oh another week of disappointment
1: <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right good night everybody we love you <laughs>